And now, Legal Matters. With Turner Freeman Lawyers. Determined to make a difference. And it is our regular segment, Legal Matters. Today we are talking personal injury. And the open line number is 131873. Maybe you've been hurt while you've been out and about or in the workplace, in the office, or while you're working away from the office, working from home. Could you have grounds for compensation? 131873. The text line 0460873873. And as always, we've got our $100 Westville voucher for the caller who asked the best question during our Legal Matters segment. Jared Mawson from Turner Freeman is on the line for us now. Jared, thank you for joining us. I know that we've got the, the new freedoms, small baby steps, but people can picnic again in New South Wales. And the weather was warm over the weekend. Kids were out and about on the play equipment. What's the situation if someone is hurt on in a public ground, in a public park, on play equipment? Would you have grounds for compensation? Good afternoon, Deborah. Thanks for having me again this afternoon. Um, certainly was beautiful weather over the weekend and hopefully these restrictions continue to ease as our vaccinations increase. Um, in regards to someone that's injured on uh, this beautiful play equipment that our council's put in our parks, the answer is they could have a claim against the council. It largely depends on the circumstances of the injury and whether the equipment's been maintained properly. So if the council uh, were aware of a dodgy swing that was dangerous and people had been complaining about it and didn't do anything to remediate that, then of course there'd be a pretty straightforward case there. But uh, as most cases uh, are and go, it depends on the specific circumstance. And how often do you see people trying to take a local council to court on these sorts of issues? Because I guess it all comes down in many regards to personal responsibility, whether or not it's the, the council at fault or the, the individual. And as you say, with different circumstances, that that will dictate whether or not someone might have grounds for compensation. But is that one of the more common areas in which people do try to seek some sort of financial recourse? Uh, yes, indeed. So playgrounds are obviously um, notorious. Kids love to get in there and uh, run around and jump and flip and uh, have a whole lot of fun and hopefully not hurt themselves in the process. Um, it's just really a matter of the council uh, keeping up with the building standards, the relevant building standards for that particular equipment um, and regularly uh, keeping an eye on the parks, regular audits, regular maintenance, and these things should generally be avoided. But uh, you never know what's around the corner, unfortunately. And these playground cases, as well as perhaps trips and falls of the on dodgy footpaths are the more common cases we see. Yeah, a lot of, uh, I know with our own family, my mum took a fall on a dodgy footpath, but a lot of councils do have built-in it makes it very difficult for people to actually make legitimate claims. So it's it's a challenging area. 131873 is the number to call if you've got a question. Free legal advice, 131873 or the text line 0460873873. Jared, on the other side of the ledger, you've got people who, you know, go in extreme sports, dangerous sports, and often even things like go-karting, which can lead to, to dangerous situations. You've got to sign a waiver. And a lot of businesses are required to get you to sign a waiver before you can actually take part. But we had this case recently, an 11-year-old girl 
was killed after her family's aircraft nosedived in the Hawkesbury. Now, the family had tried to take Sydney's seaplanes to court over the death. What was the claim in this regard? I saw this uh, recently, uh, Deborah, very tragic circumstances, uh, of course. The plane uh, obviously nosedived into the uh, body of water and the the daughter's uh, family, the 11-year-old daughter's family, tried to take that company to court. Uh, I think they started in the federal jurisdiction because of um, what I can only assume is a forensic decision with the case because the law in regards to New South Wales for dangerous recreational activities is quite strong in terms of business operators and people conducting those activities. It's difficult to bring a claim in those circumstances. Again, depends on the specific factual situation, but the case, that particular case started in the federal court uh, and was moved to the Supreme Court but was thrown out on a technical issue. I suspect they tried to avoid the Supreme Court given there was a decision 15 years ago of a learner trainee pilot that uh, crashed his plane and uh, couldn't the family or the estate of um, that plaintiff could not recover compensation because they deemed the flight, even though it was learning, uh, to be a dangerous recreational activity flying itself. So it's a tricky area of law and uh, uh, certainly needs to have the magnifying glass over it to to make a, a proper legal decision as to whether you're going to litigate it or not. So what are the most common personal injury claims, Jared? Because people think of the accidents and where people do get injured. Do car crashes count as part of personal injury? Absolutely. So the most common types of personal injury cases we see can probably be uh, shrunk down into three areas, car accidents, uh, workplace accidents, and the uh, type of matters we've just been discussing you'd call public liability claims. So uh, certainly if you're injured on the road, under the new motor accident scheme in place from 1 December 2017, all injured road users are entitled to um, statutory compensation entitlements for wages and medical expenses for the first six months after their accident or injury. And then there's other qualifications and thresholds they need to meet to receive compensation thereafter. But uh, certainly car accidents, road uh, work incidents, work injuries and uh, public liability uh, injuries are what we see uh, being the bulk of our personal injury work. And there's, of course, uh, medical negligence cases as well uh, that, um, that we act on and uh, try and help people. And in terms of the, the proof that you need that an injury is a result of someone else and not your fault, how conclusive do you need to be? Because I think a lot of people are sort of concerned about whether or not they should f- go further and, and seek legal advice if they don't have a, a proof that there was, you know, the person was at fault or the, the piece of equipment was at fault. What do you actually need to back it up with? Uh, evidence is everything in this uh, in life, I guess, and especially in the law. So I would say, firstly, if someone's injured, certainly get the immediate medical treatment and attention they need. And then, uh, if possible, uh, if it's a car accident, take photographs of the damage, exchange details with the other driver. If, for example, the uh, 
dodgy footpath or bad play equipment caused an injury, take some photographs of it with smartphones. They're generally time-stamped. See the doctor so there's those contemporaneous medical records. And then when things um, settle in the following weeks, of course, um, see a lawyer. If it's a work injury, it doesn't have to be a frank injury whereby um, a specific incident causes an injury, um, you know, lifting a 200-kilogram box and hurting your back. It doesn't necessarily have to be that. A process worker that works uh, on a conveyor belt or a production line, a picker and packer, can develop uh, sort of uh, what we call nature and conditions claims, carpal tunnel injuries, bilateral shoulder injuries that develop over a period of time. So uh, they can make a claim as well. And quite simply, best thing to do is see the doctor and then... Um, perhaps if they're not sure, doesn't hurt to call a lawyer or call a lawyer at Turner Freeman Lawyers. Exactly. You can certainly have a conversation. All right. Good on you, Jared. Thank you for joining us. Thanks, Deborah. Lovely to be here. Jared Mawson there. And Turner Freeman Lawyers provide a range of specialised legal services, compensation negligence law, asbestos litigation, superannuation and disability claims, employment law, wills and estates and property law. If you want to get legal advice from them, they're a good port of call. 131873 is the number that you can call for us and you want to reach Turner Freeman Lawyers, their number is 134363, 134363 or their website turnerfreeman.com.au. It's a quarter to two.